On today's episode of Movie Stalkers, we're talking Ex Machina. Enjoy the show. I just hope my wild fighting team is ready! No, I don't What's up, guys? Welcome into Movie Stalkers. I am Brad, and I'm here with Thomas. No, Dad, not the belt. <laughs> Cody. Oh, my goodness. And Nick. Yo. What up? Hey. I'm back. Uh, real, I'm back. Real quickly, what's everyone drinking? Because uh, Nick left to get a drink right before. What are you drinking, Nick? Uh, I am drinking a vitamin water ice. Ooh. That is low calorie. What flavor? Ice. I know. Is it, what is that? Like blue something? <laughs> Isn't that the weird one? It is the weird one. Actually, like I saw it. It's the one something? that looks like it's the one that looks like ice. So I saw it at the store and was like, "Oh, I've never tried this flavor. This looks new." And it only had twenty calories. And I typically get the zero calorie ones, so this kind of fit in that tune. And it's cool blueberry and lavender, and it's absolute trash. I'm so just I'm trying to get rid right. of them. Is that because you're trying to watch your weight? <clears throat> uh, I no, I fuck no, dude. Who watches their weight? Um, I, I typically get the, uh, triple X, like no sugar vitamin water. That's, that's my go-to, but I figured I'd try this one. Mm. I'm not a big fan of like triple sugary X is the best, drinks. Best flavor of vitamin water. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But like sugary like drinks C. are just, uh, I like them less fruit. and less and less. Yeah. Power C dragon fruit is really good. Dragon, yeah. dragon fruit's good too. Yeah. Um, Cody, well, I'm drinking the dragon uh, fruit one. Tomato, tomato. I'm drinking a uh, black coffee with stevia in it, complimentary from the uh, the hotel thing, Madrigger. The concierge disc. You know what's really good that I've never had until recently is the blue agave. You can buy it at Kirkland or Costco. Mm-hmm. Dude, blue I've been putting agave, it in my coffee, yes. and sweetener? I've been drinking. I've been drinking hot water with blue agave. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Oh, damn. All right. I, like really good. It's like honey, but way easier to deal with because it's very viscous. Or not viscous? Cool. How does viscosity work? Is it more viscosity viscous? Viscosity thickness. Right. So if it's if it's more viscous, it's more thick and sticky, right? Mm-hmm. So are it's less think, viscous than honey. Are you trying to think of viscerous? Are you trying to think of viscerous? By serious? It runs easier than honey. Does it taste I'm different drink, than honey? I'm drinking Gatorade right now, since you asked. Hmm. Good boy. Yeah. What kind? And fucking... Mm. <laughs> we messed up and got Gatorade Zero, so it's got zero calories, but whatever. Oh, everyone's on the health kick. Brad, but, uh, what, what, are you, what kind are of the, Gatorade? Yeah, what flavor? We're trying to avoid this. Oh, the best one, light blue. Nope. Best nope. Gatorade Dark by blue. far is Dark yellow. Blue. Nope. Well, ga- yellow's second. I like light yellow blue. Is yellow is absolute cool fire. Blue. <laughs> cool blue. The bubblegum flavor. I, like, mm. if there was a tub of yellow, I would just fucking chug the whole thing. I, I pref- yellow is number one. 
Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Brad, we can all agree that the original three though are great. Shout out Gatorade. They're an official sponsor, right? Of us? Uh, yeah. No. Fucking <laughs> not sponsored by Gatorade. Oh. No. Uh, White Claw Mango. Why is that not a Back surprise? on the Mango. Vacation. Back on the White Claw. Vacation. Was, what was it last week? We got vacation last week. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, how long have you been on vacation, Brad? Because are you on vacation every podcast? <laughs> I'm not. This is my first vacation day on the podcast. No, I started technically today, I guess, because I worked yesterday. How many white claws have you had prior to the podcast? Uh, one and a half. Playing Dota. Because I and thought the podcast how many was sh- how many how many shots of tequila? None. Did you say you thought None. the podcast was at three? Yeah. What made you think that? I'd sent you the text feed that I had where it didn't include uh-huh. where you said five. That can only be Cody's fault. I would have deleted that and then been oh. like, oh, I didn't see it. I wouldn't go through that much work to try and make myself look right in work. a text feed. All right, we got White Claw, coffee, shitty vitamin water, and let down... Light blue Gatorade zero, absolute letdown. Sounds like a boom. Party. But Nick, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. What I was gonna mention is, uh, Cody, welcome back to the podcast, man. Um, hey, we thanks. banned you for a week last week. Uh, you're officially put on a one week ban, and you're officially back. Um, this was due to the fact of you being consistently late to podcasts, as you were again today. Um, so we may have to ban you yet again uh, for a bare minimum. Out. Bare minimum, one episode. Yeah. Well, it's good to be back, and you are right. I did join a band, and I just want to tell you that you can come see us on Fridays down at the pub. What pub? Just any pub. Cody's actually not in the band. He's just <laughs> one of the groupies for the band. Yeah. It's a guy's band. He's a big Dude. groupie type of guy. Yeah, uh, yeah well. It's kind of ruining his marriage right now, but it's okay. You know what Cody is to we me? Did. Cody's... Cody's we a did. show up at 4.30, but actually show up at 4.46 type of guy. You know what yeah, I mean? 4.48, actually, I think is yeah. what it was. Bare minimum. Yeah. Well, if I had one characteristic, it's to be slightly punctual. <laughs> and by that... You're either punctual or not. Well, I don't know about that. All I know is that a firm 4.30 means one fucking thing. Get there at 4.46. So I'll just add 16 minutes to every time that we say no, and then I'll right. just show up on that time. Because <laughs> nice. that's what, that's that's <laughs> yes. the Cody time. Because no one can seem to actually because no one can actually seem to get on at the proper time. It's always someone nah, who's late. That was my bad. But you know what we did do last week? Uh, we got a, we went and adopted a new dog, man. That's why I couldn't make it. Oh, uh, what kind? Uh, Pitbull. He's like eight and a half. His name's Captain. He's an absolute chunk. He's eight and a half. Three pounds. He's eight and a half years Damn. old. Yep. That's cool. He's super, super sweet. Uh, good boy. Mo needed a brother, so we made it happen. Good call. Mm-hmm. For some reason, whenever I think Pitbull now, I just think of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, he's he's about the size of that dog. Yeah. That reminds me. I saw that movie. We can talk about that for a brief moment here. Let's do it. I'm super um, glad my mom liked that movie. Yeah, I watched it so, actually last night. Sorry, Nick. Go quick on. first, quick first reaction. I texted Tom right after the movie was over and was like, "This movie was absolute garbage, trash ball, fire, flame pit, burn in hell, trash." But 
once I read into the whole Charles Manson thing, and then I like dwelled on it. Holy shit, that movie was amazing! Like that movie was yep. so good. It went the up, fact that like went up. You, <laughs> the fact that you can have two different storylines that like completely uh, you know fall in place of what's actually happening, and then to mix that up too. I don't know. A fucking well done. Just well Joe, done. Just slow correct clap me if I'm out. wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't know that, right? And I told you, I was like, Zero. you know that? <clears throat> yeah, you're, I was like, you know that's based on Charles Manson, right? And you're like, what? And then I told Nick about, like, I was like, look, read about it, dude. Like, he is a, uh, that, like, because he said that, uh, what's her name? Sharon Tate. Sharon what? Tate. He's like, she had no purpose in the entire nope, movie at not all. not Sharon Tate. Oh, um, Sharon Tate. Who was it? Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Sharon Tate. She Nick. was playing Sharon Tate. Got it. Well, Nick said that Sharon Tate, Margot Robbie, had no purpose. He's like, why was she even there? And I was like, because she was supposed to get killed, you know, in the movie. In right. real it life. A, in real it life. was an alternate history movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. similar to Inglorious Bastards. So then, it, like, after Nick understood that, he's like, holy shit. Okay, now she has a purpose in the movie. Holy shit. That's actually really cool. Because if you know what happened and then you watch the movie, like, for the first time, like, no spoilers. I, it yeah. builds up this kind of like intensity to where you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to be like the murder, you know, like it's where it's mm-hmm. going to happen. It's going to be the. And it like has this really murder. cool build up and then he switches it up because that's what he does in his movies. Yeah, it was right. Awesome. And another thing I was, I was telling Thomas uh, and hashtag spoiler alert, but it is what it is at this point. Um, that hippie camp where Brad Pitt goes to supposedly the guy that Brad Pitt was playing actually died at that hippie camp by the guy that. The blind. The guy. Dude. The guy that uh, poked the tire. Um, oh. That stabbed his tire. Like that dude actually killed him. Oh wow. Yeah. Learned so new. that's that's good my movie. take. Anyways, good our, movie. Our, so you did our like mom it? Watched. Yes. Our mom liked it too, which is weird. She watched the whole thing, which is even weirder. Yeah, I was I was pumped. Um, mm-hmm. Again, not knowing anything and then reading about it, I wish I would have read about it and then watched it because I would have been much happier. Right. Um, but I really like like Leo killed it. You know, Leo and Brad Pitt, their roles were great. They're hilarious. And then, again, like not knowing anything about the whole Margot Robbie part, I was like, what the fuck is her purpose in this whole thing? This is so stupid. And then at the end, again, like realizing who she was and realizing that the guy that came up and was like, Hey, do, do the blah, blah, blah still live here or whatever. And they're like, Oh no, that was actually Charles Manson. I was like, ah, I got right. it. Putting all the pieces together. Hey, stop. Whoever it is, stop bumping like your table or your mic. It, yeah. I and that's a pain in the ass to edit out. Tom, don't uh, scratch your beard. That's like, so like here at crystal clear. I'll send you guys a link, too, for the, like, little mic stand I got that just attaches to your table. And it literally, like, moves everything away to where you can't bump it. And it's, like, $30, so. All right, I think think I'm going to jump ahead a few items here and put Tom on blast because his state just voted for Dermy. Dermy. Bernie Sanders in the Dermy Dermy primary. Dermy McBurgers. I'm Doug Dimmadome. Thurman (laughs) Dermy. Uma Thurman, Bernie, Burns, feel the burn Sanders, Nevada. Marcus Toboggan? <laughs> Dr. Toboggan. Mantis Toboggan. I saw this thing today about Bernie in California doing some type of uh, speech or whatever he's doing. Um, and these guys were driving by on a boat and just absolutely like 
boat horns are extremely loud. So like, oh, I saw was that. pressing the horn and it just had a giant like Trump sign as they're going by. And like he was talking and just couldn't hear him at all. So it was fucking classic. He was, you could just tell he was raging. Here, Nick, pretend like you're Bernie talking for five seconds. I'll be the horn. One, Whoa. two, three. Mr. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> yeah, no, that was literally what it was. It was miserable. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised it. if Bernie dies before he actually gets to uh, the election, just due to some type of um, anal fissure. Uh, I heard he tends to have those types of issues. He's, he's definitely doesn't have the best posture. From he's got three houses, though. It's probably from traveling to his houses. Yeah. Excuse me for having a vacation home cabin in the woods. <laughs> I'm from Vermont. What do you want me to do? <laughs> so Excuse I, like, me for having a vacation home. Uh, well, anyways, uh, Apex Legends uh, is resurrected, folks. It's back um, on. It's, it's back four, on, boys. Uh, is back. Um, it's back with a vengeance. <laughs> uh, Thomas, Cody, and I have been playing it um, quite mm-hmm. a bit. Um, mm-hmm. We would beat Anyone and everyone that listens to this podcast, don't even um, at us um, don't on add Twitter. Me. You definitely mm-hmm. don't want to do that. Just don't do it. You don't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and we made a new friend, um, and his gamer tag is Pussy Lips. Um, but it's pronounced Pussy Lips. Correct. Uh, so mm. Pussy Lips, uh, Thomas and I uh, had a great night of fun um, in Apex Legends that led to, uh, I think, four, four Ws. Yep. Four out of four out of seven games. Yep. So um, for um, those of you listening that don't know, Apex Legends is a battle royale game, and it's awesome. It's fucking back. Yeah. Last last team standing wins. Yeah. He's ready yeah, to fly on the zipline. Yeah, <laughs> I am. So we play the next uh, day with Cody. Is it on the new we... map or? Yeah. Yeah. What's the it's map actually going like? back to Kings Canyon in two weeks? Is it really? Yeah, it'll be Kings Canyon for six weeks after two weeks from now. Oh, got What's it. the new map like? It's actually really good. There's a train that goes all the way around it. Oh, it's that map still? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. So why'd yeah. you say Apex is back? Would they do like something different? It's fucking back, Brad. Because it wasn't even on. It wasn't even on my PS4, and now it's fucking back. <laughs> but it's been back for it's... like two months. Yeah, yeah not it on was my never PS4. relevant. It's not relevant until me, Nick, and Cody play it. Absolute okay. facts. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's cool? Have you guys ever heard of Shake Shack? Yes. Yes, I have. It's in Nevada. I have heard it's there? decent. Oh, have you been there? Oh. Me? It's fucking good. Uh, yes, you. Shake the Shack was the first place. Nevada. Shake Shack was the first place I ate when I moved to Nevada. The day that I moved here. Dude, it's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's like in and out, but better. And they have and amazing cheap. milkshakes. And their cheese fries. Oh. All right, rank them now. Shake Shack, five guys in and out. Shake Shack, five guys in and out. In that exact order. In and, and out, five guys, Shake Shack. Nah, you're high on pot in this, dude. Mm, no, not sure how I'd rank the first two, but I would have five guys last. Oh, yeah, five, guys. five guys is good. In and out lasts for sure for me. And Nick's just not going to say anything. Five Guys is good. It always seems like it's located right next to a Chipotle. And if that's the case, I'm going to Chipotle. Damn. All right, how about this ranking? Popeyes, Chick-fil-A, Raisin Cane's. Mm. 
I haven't had Raisin Cane's. Uh, Raisin Cane's what? number one for fucking sure. Cody, I live in yep. California. Raisin Cane's. Uh, I would say Chick-fil-A, then Popeye's, and then I I can't rate something I haven't had. I'd go Chick-fil-A over Popeye's. That's a good call. Yeah, Just because of the sure. fries. Popeye's is last for fries. sure. Some of the best fries in the game at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A also has the best chicken nuggets. Yes. Uh, Can we talk about the best sauce? sauce? Yeah, Chick-fil-A wins so in that many category. options. <laughs> I like to get one of each. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A sauce, number one. Chick-fil-A, uh, Cane's is number nuggets. one for me. And the Cane's Chick-fil-A. sauce is really good. Mm-hmm. Both types of nuggets are delicious. Brad, if we uh, go to Reno while we're uh, on vacation, I'm making you get Cane's. You have one there? Yes, there's one oh, in Reno. I'll total, yeah, I'll go. For sure. It's it's an East Coast thing, but it's so fucking good. It's Kansas packed delicious. all the time. Nothing I, makes me like more upset. Not upset, but like when I see like a ranking, you know, of like best chicken place, best fast food, and one of them I haven't been to. I'm like, fuck, I don't even know. That makes you mad? Yep. Hmm. Okay. Um I feel like I'm missing out. Okay, Brad. You ready? Yeah, Nick. Hit me. Canes? Popeyes, Chick Fil A. You gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go, go. I'm gonna marry Chick Fil A. Uh-huh. I'm gonna kill Popeyes, and I'm gonna fuck Canes because you know the new girl's always fun. And you don't live in the same state as her. Yeah, exactly. Smart. Yeah. That's just a it Doesn't count as cheating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone knows if you don't make eye contact, it doesn't count. Yeah. It's like a blind Tinder date. Yeah, where you're just blind the whole time. And you guys already hyped it up, so. Speaking of hype and Tinder dates, oh. later on in the episode, find <laughs> out Thomas, Dating Advice, hmm. Part 3. Part three Coming soon. Yes, that'll come up It's only soon. Part 3? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Part 3. Wow, I feel like it's been a lifelong event. Oh, big time. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, we got this question... Um, like four or five times on our Facebook page, um, and that was a dick update um, from Tom. Uh, people just really want to know how many dicks you touch on a weekly basis, so we may have to just let everyone know. Um, I've gotten quite a few concerning messages about people wanting you to touch their dick, so uh, I think you should just set the stage and you know, kind of let people know where you're at. Well, you know, I'll do anything if the price is right first off. I just want to explain that to everyone. Um, I actually got lucky and did three days at work and touched no peepees. Damn. I had, I had mostly female patients and the two male patients I have, cause usually we get the same patients for the three days we're there. Um, they all were able to pee on their own. So it was kind of weird for me. I didn't, I don't want to say I was disappointed, but I was a little disappointed. Wait, do you sometimes have to hold it for a guy so that he can pee? Yep. Well, okay. This, you remember that meme that I just sent you about which section of the toilet do you aim for? <laughs> mm-hmm. So which section of the toilet do you aim when you're holding it for someone? Oh, if I'm Does I don't it aim change? the toilet for them, I grab, I grab the bedside urinal, like the little jug you can pee into, and just put their yin-yang into that hole and tell them to pee. Do some guys uh, say like... nearly oh, as cool as it was in my mind. Sorry, I... I can't I can't quite get it in there. Can you help? I picture I pictured the guy standing at the toilet and Tom on one knee like holding it up on the like I got right you, shoulder. buddy. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Like a fireman. 
release the gates while that while going while trying to uh, touch their penis like have you looked at them I, while doing that i looked them hold, straight you, in the eye you hold it like a fire hose this thing's out of control <laughs> you just don't break eye contact <laughs> just look at them the whole time from like, the I moment you it. start to the moment you're done next time next time you have to touch a guy's dick next time you have to touch a dick you're required to stare at them the entire time (laughs) the entire time you have to just look them right in the eyes and be like sir this sir (laughs) this is required he's gonna be like sir i need help you in the bathroom like no problem (laughs) let's take this salvation Slow now, don't want to burst too soon. <laughs> Let's make this last. Oh, yeah. Like that? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> while staring at him. I'm the Joker, oh, don't baby. For, don't forget to shake it. Yes. <laughs> Worst part is, is what if he responded in the exact same way? <laughs> then you just... <laughs> yeah, just so oh, bad the Batman voice. <laughs> oh, fuck. So being a nurse sounds dope, though. Had penises, sweet. <laughs> uh, well, I tried to wake up early enough to make ribs in the crock pot today, but oh, like country after, ribs, or like if you take a baby and you take its back and you put those ribs inside of a crock pot, those ribs, baby back ribs, right? I've had so, those before. Anyways, try to put those in the crock pot. Um, didn't. Uh, so it Too got to hard. about three p.m. and it was like, "Fuck, I want to make ribs, but I can't put them on the crock pot." So actively, as in right now, there are ribs on the grill. Uh, so hopefully in the next hour or so they should be ready. I'm Did you pumped. bake them first? What? Did you no. bake them first? No. Are no. you? Did you slow cook rubbed, them first? I rubbed. I rubbed them. Hmm. With some rub, and then I put them in some nice little foil of tin, and then nice. threw them you, on a hot grill. What are you cooking them? What at? temp? Yeah, three hundred. Mm. Okay, that's not too. It's not bad. Yeah. What kind of rub? Sorry, do you, uh, you know that's a good question. It's <laughs> okay. a uh, it's a rub that I just found from Safeway. It's some spicy rub. I wanted spicy ribs. Tenders. Um, no. I, I try to not get like a name brand like Kinder's. I, I found honestly it was like something. I smelt it. I opened the thing and smelt it and was like, "Yep, this works." Nice. It's like garlic, spicy cayenne, right? Yummy stuff. So once they're done on the grill, I'll take them out. I'll brush them with some sauce and put them in mm. the oven or put uh, bake them for like 10, 15 minutes. Um, brush them again and then serve them. So we'll be we'll be good to go here soon. Nice. Mm. What are you eating with them? Well, considering <laughs> what fucking sides are you gonna have, hey, hold dude? On. Hold on, considering we have half a baby on the floor, he's already did enough work, <laughs> like a leg Jesus. or an arm or something. We figured we use the whole baby, not just the baby's back. So, um, Shauna's working on it in there. Well, there should be a lot of cartilage because it's a baby, so you could probably make like a good stew or something. Well, you know, like frog legs, mm-hmm. we may have like baby legs. Mm. Yeah. That sounds like someone's cracking open another uh, another white claw. He's trying. He's, he was trying to hide it too. You hear that? Yeah, he's trying to hide it. it under the table. 
Yeah, you know those. Just like we were talking about last week with Mike's Harder Lemonade, these are white claw, <laughs> like whiter claws. So these are actually uh, whitest double, white double claws. strength white claws. Wait, that reminds me. Sorry, I just totally fucking cut you guys all off. Nope, go ahead. Thomas, <laughs> was that on this podcast? Was it on this podcast that you told us that you had a patient who drank how many Mike's Harders in a day? Twenty-four. Yeah, that was okay. Like I can't remember last week or the week. It was on the last pod. Week. Okay, never mind then. Yes. Yeah. I do went fucking hard. Move on. Move on. Yeah. I, I just fucking I just <laughs> popped out of like the depths of my mind. Totally forgot about it. No worries. Um, also, just wanted to do another shout out to our sponsor, Sparkling Ice. Um, literally the best beverage of choice um, in the Mash household here, Mash Haven. Um, if you come here, uh, expect a sparkling ice in your hand at any given mm. moment. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is true most i think the two times that i've been to your new place you've given me a sparkling ice within 20 minutes of being there yes 20 minutes wow that actually seems like a while yeah i well with tom i, I give it to him in five because he's timely but cody being 16 or four minutes so, so i wait 16 more it's minutes 20 after. minutes yeah right you've been waiting for him for 15 right really it's 20 minutes no right, i'm exactly. just i'm just a polite person so i refuse the first one have you tried uh, the second one have you tried bubbly uh, we have some bubbly in the fridge as we speak. Michael, it's bubbly, not buble. Like the sparkling water, not the champagne. <sighs> have not had those. I have yes. some chocolate Fairlife. I was in just my making fridge. sure. What flavor? Uh, we have blackberry, <clears throat> but oh, we nice. did just have cherry. I like the cherry. Cherry's one really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I, I the the uh, blackberry ones I haven't had before. Shauna was wanting like blackberry cherry or like another flavor and so i was like i already had cherry let's try this other one yeah in my opinion watermelon is the best pineapple Hmm. second and then beth really likes blackberry it's funny you said blackberry huh interesting but yeah the cherry is like it's weird it like it's probably one of the best ones nice but i like bubbly they have like 10 different flavors and they're way better than soleil Tom LaCroix Mm -hmm. where are you right now on a mountain technically I am on a mountain Um, I am at North Star uh, ski resort in I guess we could say this we could consider this Tahoe right yeah yeah totally yeah you can see the lake from some of the runs so yeah yeah from the top of the run uh, top of the ski resort (laughs) top left you can see El Lake Tahoe, which is Spanish for the Lake Tahoe. Um, oh. Yeah, Dude, I never so, knew that. Yeah, uh, we're on the fifth floor. My mother is here for a nursing conference, and she gets paid to be here for this. And there's like one hour, not skits, but just different seminars that go on throughout the entire day, and they're all on different stuff. And so um, I came up to join, so I'll be going to a few with her because she asked, and they said I can join. So we'll learn some nursing things, and then after we're done, uh, go skiing. So like it runs from like seven to seven, so it's like twelve hours. So usually like you pick like three or four you want to go to, and I think you have to go to a minimum of like five, four or five for the day. So like there's one tomorrow morning on EKGs, which is literally what I do on a telemetry floor as a cardiac nurse. Like I'm obviously gonna go to that because they're talking about like new just updates and stuff. It's just to keep you. It's a continuing education thing. So we're here for that. 
We're on the fifth floor. I'm overlooking the ice rink. Right now I'm looking over at the mountains. It's freaking gorgeous. And then Brad and his, uh, his lady are going to join us tomorrow. Uh, quick update. Yes. Uh, I'm also... Brad opened another claw. one. Wow. Is that no, that's a White me. Claw? I just popped open a White Claw mango. Um, yeah. Shout out to our sponsors, White Claw. Wait, hold uh, on. You want to do a bump? One, two, three. I don't think Nick bumped. He didn't. Uh, I, yeah. just, he I honestly, I, I didn't know where to bump. Freaked out. Honestly, you, you told me to do. bump. You told me to bump, and I was like, uh, I like stared at my white claw. I was like, where am I? What am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, I, I, you lost me. That was way better bump. than the actual bump. But no, I went I out to drink. go grab another drink, and um, mm. I saw a white claw in there, and we have a bunch of seltzers. So I guess I'm getting drunk tonight, boys. Tom, I don't like. So, I want to go to the gym every morning before work five days a week, but I know I can only lift every other day. Well, should, I, should I just do cardio? Why can you? I mean, if you live? really want to go five days a week, go for it. But should I do that same exercise? Wait, why can you only lift every other day? Well, I, I, I mean, I, that's Cody, what Tom's told me. Cody, if you're going to ask for my advice and do something else, don't ask for my advice. I like it. I've heard that before. Yeah, but Cody, yeah. I feel like I've heard myself so... say that before. You don't so, have to say, like, do what do whatever you want. You don't have to lift every other day. Like, just do a split workout. That's true. You're asking me to coach you, but when you change it enough, you're just coaching yourself sure. now. So there you go. Hold on, guys. Cody, let me let me tell you something about working out. Okay. <laughs> All right. What you do is you grab the white claw <laughs> and you slowly drizzle it in your mouth like this. Mm. <laughs> There you go, and that's one curl. If you do that <laughs> enough, uh, you'll be drunk. Hear ye, hear ye. No, Cody, just do a push day, a pull day, and then a leg day. Wait, that's three. Right, and then <laughs> on the fourth day, you either go back to push or you do like core and cardio, and then on the fifth day, you go back to push. I thought Jesus made the earth in seven days. Well, the last two days are for making the hair. Probably going to do abs and cardio on my non-lift days. Would that hurt anything too much, Tom? Uh, if you're doing endurance running, yes, it will. Here, hold on. No, Tom. it's just like 20 minutes of cardio. Do the Stairmaster and you're fine. Tom, All can right. you give me a workout plan here real quick? Yeah, and then do you want to not do it? And then I just want to take your workout plan and see if I can change it. So go ahead, come on. What do you want me okay. to do? We're going to do, uh, for you, we'll do chest tries, mm -hmm. typical bro split on Monday. Okay. Uh, Tuesday, we'll do uh, sh shoulders and legs. Actually, no, we'll just do legs on Tuesday. Wednesday off, Thursday back and by, and then Friday, polish it off with abs and shoulders. Mm, I'm more of a button inner thigh type of guy. Is there any exercises <laughs> that just focus on those two areas? They have machines. Uh, yeah, it's called Good Girls and Bad Girls. <laughs> they have machines. Yeah, one who close do. your it works on closing your leg strength, and then the other is on opening your leg strength. Hence, Good Girl, Bad Girl. Hmm. Is it? Can you spot me on these? I would totally spot you. Nice. The only thing is, I have to get like really close, you know, because like I, mm. I, I got a bad shoulder, so I kind of have to get like my yeah. elbows up in there. So I got to be mm. like a lot closer than usual. Yeah, it you, makes you sense. My thighs, so as long as you give me a massage after, because sometimes my thighs really get tight, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't call it a massage because that sounds gay. I call it fascia smashing. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
So, because that's the, you know, the line around the muscle. So I'm just going to smash your fascia. Damn. Which is, sounds way better than a massage. Yeah. yeah. That might give people the wrong idea. Also, Cody, you haven't like done like a lot of like workout stuff, right? But what does that question mean? I, like, <laughs> when's the last time like you were like seriously went to the gym? Two days. Um, like for an extended month. period of time. Well, I've been going since since early January. Okay. But before that, not for two years. Yeah, so I would say, like, the main thing is, like, work on, like, a lot of your, like, full body, like, power lifts. Like, your deadlift, Mm -hmm. your squat, your bench. And just kind of figure out, like, a program that incorporates those, you know? Or you can just do the fucking program you asked me for. Yeah, but Tom, so your program's like it. aimed towards you and your body type. Like, Cody's just, he still has no, to build a base. It's too. a hypertrophy. It's a hypertrophy program. I'm not even doing that program. Is this a workout podcast? It was be. for five minutes. Can be if we want it to be. We'll mm-hmm. we'll get there another time. I hit a PR on leg press today. Damn, what'd you get? Uh, six oh five eight times. What does PR stand for, Brad? Personal record. Oh. I thought it stood for Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's what I thought you too. Knew you were say is that not the Puerto Rican I, zip code? I thought I thought it stood for Puerto Rican. Like he's saying, I hit a I hit a Puerto Rican person. <laughs> wow, six hundred and five times. It's fucking huge. Yeah. He's barely breathing. <laughs> wow. Well, all right. Who 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 did this? Who who put this? Who who wants to run a marathon by the end of the year? That was me. Ugh. Have you trained for marathons in the past? Well, I've been running a lot lately, so. No, you... I've never trained for a marathon. Do you manage a baseball team? Is it made out of Panda? Do the Rolling Stones come and play? I manage a baseball team. <laughs> nice. No, I do. I kind of want to try and run a marathon by the end of the year. I think I can do it. You can do it! What's the furthest you've ran? I'm going to pee real quick. The farthest? 10 miles. But I could keep going. A lot That's of it not is even just... half a marathon. I know, but a lot of it is just pace. Like It is. It's definitely a pace type. But how fast do you typically go? Like Honestly, like when I was doing long so, distance running, I'd probably like 10 minutes a mile. Like yeah, 10, 11 so, minutes a mile. Yeah, that's actually like really correct. Um, So like I have this loop I run like around my house. And it's three miles and for a while, like building up, you know, like getting used to doing it more and more, like my pace has been, you know, 10. And then like today I did it and my pace was 930 and I was definitely, you know, like felt like I was going a little faster. So, and I know I can get it down. I just went pee in the bathroom, Cody, and I'm pretty sure I got numbers one through six because I tried to think quick. (laughs) (laughs) I cleared the board. What's your? Have you guys recorded your fastest mile before? Uh, five fifty. How funny! Holy I was just talking shit. about this. Yeah, that's low fast. fives. Yeah. Wow, that's. I haven't done fast. it. I haven't done it since high school, but I think I was like low sixes. Yeah. Fuck all uh, of you. But I'd, well, I'd like I, to do it again. I was the fat kid in high school, so like getting an eight-minute mile was like a goal. And then when I ran a lot, I finally recorded it, and I wanted to beat six thirty, and I got like six twenty-nine. And like that was the end of my running. I like 
past the finish line. I was like Rocky, like got up to the top of the statue <laughs> and like threw my hands up and was like, boom, I'm I'm retired. Fuck yeah. Retired running at that day. Mine was during peak fitness. I was a junior in high school and just started doing weightlifting class and PE. And uh, that's when I, was playing, yeah. I was playing sports and I was just running a lot. <clears> so uh, and the weird thing is, is like I didn't feel like I pushed it extremely hard for that one. And it was my fastest one ever just because I was like peak condition. Because we were running every Tuesday, Thursday. Um, Did you have Humphreys? Nick, I had uh, Simpson. Oh, nice. Yeah, but he was he was dope. I was like the most fittest I think I'd ever been. Probably one of my one of my peak fitness moments in my life where I had like a six pack and didn't even do anything, or like eat or track. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't twice. do anything. I just lifted weights three times a week and ran twice. Mm-hmm. And then I would work out at the gym South Cuba on the days I didn't lift. And that's when Cody started getting buff. That was senior year for Cody, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was senior year. Um. Nick, you were talking about the mile, and then I wanted to say something, but I can't remember. Yeah, you just said my name and then started talking about you for a little bit longer. So. <laughs> yeah, it happens a lot. Well, I was getting distracted. Yeah, I was. Cool. Well, I guess we can uh, finally jump into the moment that our, our audience has been waiting for. Um, drum roll, please, Brad. All right, it's that time again, boys. Here we are. On the third segment of Thomas Ertan Dating Advice. Vice. Dating Advice. What part is it? (laughs) From from Uncut Gems. Holy shit, I'm gonna come. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. You should throw that part in and then just throw in like a... Like make a little intro. Yes. That'd be funny. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys give me a good... I can Yeah, nice. I usually come and puke at the same time too. Funny okay. story, I have definitely came and drooled okay. in a girl's mouth at the same time. That's happened. You came and, and I, at the same time into her mouth? And then I married her. <laughs> I hope she's not listening. That's absolutely true facts. <laughs> Damn, them white claws be hitting, dog. <laughs> Did you say sorry, or how does that? Wait, I'm, I'm confused. Was it was it was it both at the same time in the no. in in the same yeah. hole? I, I apologize. Hold on, let's back standing? this up real quick. Let's back I this up. I can see it if quick. you were standing. Hold on, hold on. I I failed to mention one other part. I'm not even kidding. Came, farted. And drooled all at the same time. Where did you come? Where did you drool? That's what I want to know. It's called a cum snart. Drooled in the mouth, came in the part where the sun doesn't shine, and farted out my butt. Ah, the butthole. Nice. Yeah. It's a cum snart. Yeah. I think Brad really likes that name. And then I put a ring on it right after. It was like, this is happening. As you should. That's when you know you found the one, guys. So I just need to have that be my criteria. Like, can I drool in your mouth? I, like, didn't know what to do afterwards. I was like, uh... So how do you feel about a nice hot fart during sex? (laughs) Spice things up a bit. It wasn't even during... It was, like, the climax. Like, like the moment everyone's waiting for. What did you eat that day? I don't remember. 
Uh, it was like to, a while ago, so trying to get a feel for what the scent was. <laughs> it was at least like five and a half years ago. Mm, nice. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, Shauna nice. doesn't listen to this episode. Well, that's okay. It happened. She can't deny it. You don't want to be a liar. Back I'm to the sorry. Thomas Sertan dating advice part three. Have you ever heard of? Have you guys ever heard of Dragon's Fire? <laughs> It's when you come, but your your dick is so far down the mouth or throat of the other person that it ends up. up coming out their nose. <laughs> no, uh, I just call that a Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite is uh, the Abe Lincoln, which is where you uh, you shave your pubes, come on her face, and then throw your pubes on her face. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Lincoln, <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> Uh, What's yeah. your favorite, Nick? Uh, what are we going to call uh, that one? What, I'm, I'm much more of an English English breakfast type of guy where you make some pancakes, throw it up in the vajay, and then just eat her out. <laughs> Fat <Okay>. Jacks? <laughs> uh, Brad, yeah. what's your favorite? Brad's a Texas chili bowl type of guy. We started talking That's about right. sex stuff and Brad ran away. You guys hear that? Yeah. Okay. He literally so, is not at the mic anymore. Brad what's tells up? me that this is what he does. Uh, don't worry, Brad. I'll be right I got back. you. FYI, I'll be right so, back. Brad said that his favorite is called a Texas Chili Bowl. Uh, that's when you pour some hot sauce on a Nokia smartphone, put that Nokia smartphone uh, inside of a condom, shove that condom up whoever's butt that you want to uh, have sex with that Is this day. like 1999? Hold on, Nokia. I'm not done yet. I'm, I'm talking about you, Brad. Uh, and then you shove your penis up her vagina and call the cell phone at the same time. It's called a Texas Chili Bowl. <laughs> everything's bigger in texas am i right that's right <laughs> yeah i but think i remember brad saying he liked those yeah 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 or brad's a huge vegetarian hot lunch type of guy nope, that's where you uh um, not a vegetarian guy you're right you're more of just a hot lunch type of guy well it brad tell us what's, what, what is your other favorite one Other <laughs> favorite what yeah what's your other favorite sex thing um if i had a choice yeah, are you like a Texas like, Chili Bowl guy? Are you a vegetarian? Are you a no, screaming seagull? Alaskan pipeline? Be, like, I would be good off any of that. Um, you would? Oh, maybe nice. some, like... It'd be good. It'd, no, huh. like, some ecstasy? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this, Brad. Yeah, Anyways. that's weird, dude. Oh, you want to hear, like, that. the weird. weird stuff, huh? Uh, you want to know weird, Brad? You said you're you, you're not into vegetarian, right? You wouldn't do a vegetarian hot lunch, but you do a normal hot lunch. Is that right? What's a, veget- what's a vegetarian? I don't know what a vegetarian hot lunch, hot lunch is, Nick. Well, I'll explain the difference. So Brad specifically just said, right, that he's not a vegetarian. So when you eat asparagus and you make Mm-mm. her drink your pee. No, it's when you have sex with it's when you have sex with a girl, and then you poop on her chest afterwards. It's called a hot lunch. And then a vegetarian hot lunch is when you do the same, but you cover in saran wrap before so she doesn't get dirty. All right. Back back to uh, the segment of Thomas Sertan Dating Advice Part 3. Mm. Or according to Brad, how to ruin your life. Wow. Yes. <laughs> That's a better Tom, Which one us. are we going to call it? Dating advice or how to ruin your life? I just want to call it, what do you got for us today, Tom? Okay. Um, well, we're going to just go off with the first one. We're going to talk about my favorite, uh, boobs. Uh, so this one's going to be that boobs are kind of the opposite of nipples. 
the bigger they get, the less fun they are. So, and, and by that, I mean that like there's a good ratio where this, the boob size, the nipple size needs to be equal. But, you know, the bigger the nipple gets, I'm out. But the bigger the boob gets, I'm in. Does that make sense? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. The bigger the boob, the funner. But the bigger the, ni- the nipple, ugh. Funner? Not, not, not funner. Uh, quick, quick question, Brad. Is funner a word? Uh, do you want me to Google it? I don't. I think it is. <laughs> I use it. Okay, thank you. All right, back to you, Tom. Yeah. Um. And then just, I'm pretty sure I saw this a while ago. It is a I word. To re, I wanted to revisit it. <laughs> it is a word. I wanted to revisit it. Um, if every girl on Tinder. Or person on Tinder that actually liked hike that said they liked hiking actually went hiking. The trails would be full of hikers twenty four seven. That sounds way more funner. Do you like to hike? Backs. I'm sending. No, you I like right the backpack. Now. I think hiking's stupid. Um, and then I just had because uh, I I don't suspect Cody will be single anytime soon. But I don't know. Just for all the single people out there, I had some dating tips for for Tinder if you guys wanted to hear. I mean, this is your segment. Okay, okay. I just I want I want someone to know. Usually Brad leaves at this segment, so so uh, steps to gain Tinder dates. There's actually only two, which is kind of weird. Uh, first one is be good looking, and the second one is don't be bad looking. Damn. And that usually solidifies the deal. And there's a couple things where you just gotta post pictures of you, a dog, say you like to hike in breweries, and then don't be ugly. You're usually good to go. <laughs> That's the that's the formula right there. So and sad. then basically talking on breweries, it's like breweries are basically the new chat roulette for dating. Like that's where you go to to get your uh, get your freak on. But yeah, those are the dating those are Tinder dating tips. You know, I guess I'll say them again: be good looking, don't be bad looking, and if you want to go the extra mile, have a beard, uh, have a picture of a dog, and say you like breweries and hiking, and that you're competitive about everything. <laughs> it's so I'm just, sad. How I'm true just such a competitive person. Yeah, yeah, it's very accurate. <laughs> and then, you, especially if you really want to go for bonus points, you say, "Oh my God, you love sushi or tacos." <laughs> yeah, I'm more like, "Oh my God, you're like every other person I've ever talked to. You are so different. You you love being in the outdoors, even though you're inside on your phone the whole time." <laughs> 24 7 i tell people i go i don't like hiking because i think it's a shortened backpacking trip i'd rather just backpack and go fuck go fucking far yeah or go for a run and if i'm gonna go on a hike it better be a fucking like day hike hey tom (laughs) so dude what are you doing tomorrow tomorrow (laughs) yeah uh snowboarding nice how's this how's the powder up there shit It's wow. Vetty poop. Wait, why? Am I supposed to be doing something else tomorrow? No, I just wanted to make sure that tomorrow you were doing something cool. <laughs> oh, thanks. He's saying tomorrow in a weird way. Got it. <laughs> oh, is that what he was doing? Yeah. Oh. How was, was I saying it, Brad? Tomorrow. But no, he wasn't. I just feel like I feel like that's how I would write it. You know. Did I spell tomorrow? Anywho. 
<laughs> All righty. So uh, dating advice is over. Hope nice. you enjoyed it. That was actually some good advice. The Tinder shit was fire. A lot that of that actually... is sadly really true. <laughs> Got it. I'll make some more advice ones next time. Good work. All right. Well, what movie are we doing this week, Brad? Do we want to get into it? Let's get into it. This Star week... Wars episode. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No. Cody hates Star Wars, so. Thank you. We figured it'd be better to just leave him out of the Star Wars episodes and do anything else because he doesn't like Star Wars. I'm done with uh, episode no. three. I like that movie. You like episode three? I do. You clearly oh, cool. haven't watched it recently then. <laughs> you can come on for episode three then. As long as I'm coming. Hey. Yeah, maybe come on. <laughs> and then drool. <laughs> and then drool and then fart. <laughs> yeah, Cody, are you going to watch that movie tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah okay <laughs> maybe maybe um, um, inside jokes I always wanted to be a part of one <laughs> is that Cody's number three favorite quote of all time from the office it's up there it's either number one or two we just know, watched that episode one. the other day nice it's so good X mocking right all right, yeah. So anyways, we're doing a Ex Machina today. A junior programmer working at the company that runs the world's most popular search engine wins a company lottery. The prize is a week at the CEO's estate-slash-research facility. When he gets there, he discovers that the boss has been working on androids with superior artificial intelligence. The programmer's job is to test how human the android is. What develops is a manipulated, manipulative game between the android and the programmer. Um, 2015, directed by Alex Garland. Yep. Yeah. Oh, 2014. Anyways, general thoughts. What are you guys thinking? Who wants to go first? Brad, you never go first. I'll go first. You, you never do go first. Yeah, do it. Um. Yeah. The just the foundation of this movie alone, and kind of what it's based on, and how it all plays out, is like so interesting to me that it's like it's awesome like and the way they did it i thought was really really well this movie is like it's shot amazing and it's supposed to be like it has that like you know shot where a lot of the shots are like waterfalls and like really cool architecture of the house and then when it's supposed to feel like claustrophobic it does that and it uses like a lot of different like lighting colors and stuff like that. The score is done really well to kind of raise your emotions high or bring them low or make you scared. And I thought most of the acting across the board was really good. And it's a very interesting movie that really makes you like think a lot about like what intelligence is, what we perceive as our own intelligence and what the difference between that and artificial intelligence is and kind of what it almost means to be human. And so, yeah, like first thoughts, this movie is really cool and I've seen it a couple times, but like rewatching it and kind of like, you know, taking notes and stuff, it has like a lot of really cool layers to it and is really fun. So, yeah. Hmm. Nick. <clears throat> nice. Um, you know, I, I really like when, movies that have a budget of basically nothing go out and make an absolute banger 
Um, sometimes you get the situation uh, like Ex Machina where you get this movie that like you have a horrible trailer for. It's not well publicized. It's, um, you know, in theaters for a brief moment. Uh, and then, you know, it's kind of one of these gems that you find later on. Uh, that's, that's pretty much where, you know, like I said, Ex Machina is for me. Like this, this movie was, is great. I really like how you're able to make a movie, um, yeah, feel so well done, um, with again, the budget you have, the actors that you had, um, that end up being, you know, quite famous, um, you know, later on in life, uh, especially the, the CEO, right. Who's the guy now in star Wars. Um, I'm not sure if he was in much before that, but same uh, with the, the other character. He was the in charge uh, of the first order. Yeah, Oscar yeah, Isaac. Right. Actually, yeah, you're right. They're both. And then that guy was also he remind, he was also the the robot guy in um uh what's that movie? The Black Mirror. He's the guy that like died, and then his wife brought him back as a robot. It was like oh a yes, robot. yes, 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 yes. Right. So that's where he like a, that's where he like is from thing. for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, yeah, the actual movie itself, um, it, it obviously starts off kind of weird and ends kind of weird, and it's a weird movie, um, and it's uh, an absolute mind mind blower there when it comes to the end of the movie. I think the entire thing from beginning to end is just something that kind of captivates you, and then, you know, the end hits, and you're literally like, oh, fuck, like, mind blown, yeah. um, and that's, uh, movies like this just get me going, um. Yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, love the whole movie from beginning to end. Yeah, the movie asks you to think, like, and it does it like in the right way. It feels like. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Cody. <clears throat> I right. think that was Cody's yeah, well. review. Was the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thumbs up on. for me. So uh, Thomas. <laughs> nah, but Ex Machina is amazing. It's definitely one of my top 10 movies of all time uh from start to finish the first time i watched it i was absolutely drawn in a lot of the things brad touched on being the lighting and the the style of the movie is, is great the, the glass house with all the different sounds for unlocking doors and things like that it's very uh, fun i guess but the movie itself is great it, it asks a lot of questions about artificial intelligence and like just because intelligence is artificial what does that mean does that mean it's not comparable to us in any way and i fucking love it there's a lot of good quotes in the movie it's written really well the dialogue in the movie is great um, oscar isaac is, is great in the movie i think nick said that he steals the show and i agree with that yes um i've seen it like six or seven times i wrote a paper on it for an english class that i took at chico state like a 10-page paper it was <laughs> it was my term paper for like it was actually a, oscar class. The it was like a sci-fi yeah yeah he's got okay, keep going that. So you wrote a paper, sorry. Cody, you should no, that was it. Um, post that paper, like, if you have it on, you know, like, it's on index. My, it's on be... an old hard drive that's crashed, yeah. actually. That'd be cool yeah, to read Someday it. I might. I would 100% totally not read it. I would yeah. read it. <laughs> I bet you Taylor read. would read it. Like I said, I have it on a hard drive, but the hard drive's crashed. It's my old Mac hard drive, but right. I kept it so that I could get it fixed. It just will cost mm. a lot of money to do. So maybe Nick, someday. You know I... Nick, you know how you're saying like low budget movies and sometimes they turn into bangers? Oh, all right. Bueller? Cody, keep Yes. Going. No, that's it. I mean, yeah, I fucking absolutely love this movie. There's nothing I don't like about it. And we'll, we'll dive more into the spoilers because uh, I don't want to give anything away. 
Max. Uh, Thomas. Go. I was trying to talk to Nick, but he's yeah, too cool ahead. to be here. Yeah. Oh, sorry Were you that. back at like 556 or like 57? Uh, <laughs> 5.55 and three quarters. Like promptly? like Yes. Yeah. Sure. Like add 16 seconds to it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, you made it time. It's okay. I just thought how you were saying how like sometimes short budget films turn out to be bangers. And I was like, right. well, you pretty much explained the porn industry to me. Mm-hmm. You know? I like some of the high budget ones too, but we can get to that yeah. another time. Usually the ones that just involve a couch are good enough for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those, those are some of my favorites, too. Yeah. So, uh, back to our Sluts 9. We'd still like to be um, sponsored by you. Anywho. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I fell asleep before the last 15 minutes of the movie ended. So, I, I'm going to have a hard time. I, I won't remember the ending too much. I remember what happens everything, but I won't remember until we get into details of it. But, this is only the second time I've watched this movie. Nick mentioned it after he saw it and said, Oh, my God, you have to see it. Or maybe it was Cody. One of you two. And I watched it, and yeah, I was just reminded that this movie is a mindfuck, and it's really well-directed, cool sounds. It's just a good freaking movie. I can't really find anything bad in it, and it's kind of like, kind of like uh, Cody said, it gets your thinker working. Like, you gotta, you gotta pay attention, which is sometimes hard for me in movies, and like, I don't remember any one-liners from the movie because I was trying to pay attention to, like, what the was going on. And it gets you, it gets you thinking, and it gets you questioning, and then kind of you know, gets you interpreting like, oh, what is artifact? It, it makes you ask questions, and that that's cool, and I really like that from a movie. And plus, it's got a super hot Asian robot chick. Yeah, that I'm is definitely sure, a plus. Yeah, every every robot in that movie was just a banger. She's a <laughs> ten out of ten. So yeah. Nice. When can we go into spoilers? Uh, let's kind of dive into the movie, I guess, a little bit. Kind of the beginning, and then we can hit spoiler. Do you want to, like, dive in or cannonball? I'm confused. Mm, or shallow like and deep? I like both. Can we do you cannonball, I'll dive. Uh, now this is starting to sound like a sex thing again. No. Right, Nick's going to do a gainer. <laughs> I'm going to do a Alaskan pipeline real quick into an Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Suplex. Yeah, the... <laughs> I thought the way the movie starts is really cool. It's like very fast paced at the beginning. You just like see this guy, like he obviously wins this, you know, you don't even really know what it is. He won something. And then all of a sudden he's on a helicopter going out to this place and, and he lands there and it does like a really good job of not really letting you know, like what, you know, the setup is and, a lot of stuff like that and i thought that made it like very more like and even like even his character didn't really know you know like a lot of what was happening why he was really there and a lot of that like contributes a lot to like the plot of the movie is him even trying to figure out like why he's really there and all he really knows is like his the guy that owns a company is super rich and flew him out to like use him to test but is that really all he's doing and so it had like this really cool like thriller feel to it to where you didn't know if like he was there just to be used mm-hmm. and killed or was he there because he's actually a good coder not getting into spoilers but there's like a little bit about that and so yeah it was a, it was a really cool setup and it 
a lot of it like made out for like such a perfect like dialogue for most of the movie so yeah i agree with that it's hard to not talk about spoilers man mm-hmm yeah, I mean, we, can, we can kind of dive into spoilers. Into it's been out for like five years. So. Yeah. Um, would you like me to explain the movie just a little bit before we dive into the spoilers? And then people can know what the movie's about. Yeah, and just an overview. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just basically this movie that is about a man who works for a really big company. And he randomly wins this event or this prize to fly out to the middle of bumfuck nowhere to meet the CEO um, and just meet and hang out with him. Then it turns out that while he's there, he has some tests he wants to do to kind of help him run. Um, then some stuff starts happening and so the... starts making you kind of question. And then it's based around it, this. You can obviously tell from like the trailer. So if you ever see it, like it's based around that this guy has developed what he thinks is artificial intelligence. And so it's two guys in a house in the middle of nowhere inventing artificial intelligence and some weird stuff starts happening that's the movie and it just without giving away any of the spoilers i really like that the millionaire's house or the the guy that owned the um the, right. the ceo Nathan. the guy that owned the company man yeah mm-hmm. not only was that guy like a super creep i mean that dude was a super creep right at the end of the day um yeah. his fucking house and he was like a drunk and like had a bunch of problems oh, yeah. himself you know so um but yeah, I mean, his house, holy shit, the view that he had, like, I just wanted that it felt so serene and so like calm and, and relaxing. And that's like totally opposite of this like fast paced, fast growing uh, human intelligence robot that's sitting ready to fucking destroy the whole world. But uh, I guess we'll see that in an Ex Machina part two. Um, hopefully they release something, which is just... Oh, they did actually release something. It's called Terminator. Uh, so I guess we'll get to that in another moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, the, the actual the actual setting of the movie um, is something that I enjoyed uh, tremendously. Again, going back to like low budget. I mean, I, I looked, I just looked. They have, they, it was a $15 million budget. That's literally like That's pay crazy. the actors, get some cameras and find someone's house to rent for like six to eight months so we can shoot like that. that that's literally it. And then they turned it into the house is probably this. the most expensive thing. Right. It was smart yeah. too how the house was built like into the hill, so parts oh, of it beautiful. like were like very open and like on the river, you know, and like these huge scenes, and then right. other parts felt very claustrophobic, like underground, right? Yeah, Especially... they didn't have to show this huge house for you to believe that's where they were, because they were like in the side of a hill. I really like that the way he like enters the house too, where it's like this like shed. It literally looks right. like a yeah, shed. Yeah, it doesn't like, even oh, look okay. nice. Yeah, and then you get in and you're like, whoa, this yeah. place is fucking wild. Yeah, a lot of tech in a place that you wouldn't expect it. It was a very right. contrast. It was, yeah, and I think it was like Alaska too, right? And I love when they're in the helicopter and he's like, when do we get to his estate? And the guy's like, we've been going over no, the estate for the last yeah. two hours. Yeah. He's like, how much fucking land is that if you're going in a helicopter full full speed ahead for two yeah. hours? Just imagine like, that guy's grocery bill. I'm just yeah, going to say more than you. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like... In my mind, that company was meant to represent Google, right? Like, yeah. It's pretty much a carbon copy of what Google is in our society. Was it called like Blue something? Blue, Blue Book. Yeah. yeah, Blue Book. Blue Balls? But that was like a very like easy little plot point to like make you realize how rich he was. Was we've mm-hmm. been flying over it like just that little thing like without, you know, like 
oh, he's worth this much and that. You're just like, okay, he's fine. How much was he worth? We had to take a helicopter to fly over his estate. (laughs) It reminded me of um, the scene in Family Guy when they go to Lewis's parents' house. And they go, sir, um, the Griffins have arrived at the front gate. They'll be here in half an hour. (laughs) 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 Fucking great. It reminded me of that. Just like, yeah, fuck you. Okay, um, another thing I want to say is, Tom, fuck you for falling asleep for the last 15 minutes of the movie, because that's probably the, the entire movie. Part. And the last, I'm probably going like, to, I'm going to rewatch it tonight, don't worry. The last, so, the, yeah, gonna the last 15 minutes of the movie is better than the first hour and however well, long. I remember what happens. How could you if you were sleeping? Because I've watched, I've seen the movie before. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That's where that's where I was lost. Okay, um, yeah. yeah, that that movie's absolute flame town. Um, it definitely it definitely falls under flame town. I think Guy Fieri would be happy with this movie. Um, just that's flavor town. Take. Well, Not flame he's calling town. it he's calling it flame town too. Oh, let's keep yeah. going through the movie though. So they land there, and then he's kind of like introduced to them. Well, for, oh, I'm back up, Brad. First yeah. they land there, then he walks up to the door. Once he's at that the was door. funny too. He's like, "You have to walk so far, like <laughs> just out of yeah." Nowhere. He's like, "Just follow the river." Yeah. And he walks to the door, gets a photo taken. Once the photo's taken, a little <laughs> card comes out with his beautiful <laughs> face on it. Once he has that card, he uses that to go into the house. Once he's in the house, he starts walking down like the first. Wow, four I feel steps. like I'm watching. I feel like yeah. I'm watching I the thought movie. we were going through the movie. Yeah. I just meant like I'm just scenes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trolling. Uh, uh, right. But anyways, yeah. But, so then he meets uh, he meets Nathan, who is the CEO to, slash owner of Blue Book, yeah. aka. And to Google. be fair, you're like the guy. You're like, what the fuck is going on? You, I had no idea. Yeah. The first time I saw it, I was like, what the fuck is he doing even here? Like, why is he here? Yeah, you like. Yeah, well, you know, he won it. Oh yeah, and I wanted to go back but, to that scene too when he won. When he's looking at the computer, I'm pretty sure it like the camera switches around so you're in the computer looking at him, which is mm-hmm. in my opinion Ava like knows who he is before yeah, she comes to the Yeah, it did like house. that cool like facial recognition like kind of like right. color yeah, change dig- on that his digital face thing. A lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Ava access through the internet is yeah. how I took it. That's how that's I such took a it fucking too. crazy thought, dude, having a fucking Human body and yeah, like Nick and Cody said, uh, Oscar Isaac is Nathan. Like he stole the show. He was so fucking uh, good. Is that the? Uh, that's not the CEO, right? It's the other dude. No, that is the CEO. Okay. Yeah, the programmer. His name's Dominic Gleason or something like that. No, oh, the pro programmer is yeah Gleason. The, okay. Like the inventor is Oscar Isaac, who plays. Got Nathan. it. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah, he's like a bro, right? He's a yeah. They're boxing shit like that. Yeah. Boxing. That's like right after he was like he's like hungover. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the biggest like things I've heard from like interviews with like you know guys that are actually in artificial intelligence is like if you're really programming something like that, you know, that can like map all these different facial recognitions and stuff like that. It's usually like a lab full of people you know working on all these things at once instead it's this guy that is out living on his own property getting drunk all the time and he's doing all this work a little unbelievable but it 
sounds cool. Fucking, I like him. <laughs> wow, yeah, he's a he's a fucking movie. cool guy to root for. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's well, so uh, smart. He gets drunk half the time and still invents everything. Just think about like Albert Einstein. You know, he wasn't fucking perfect. Brad, chill, dude. Yeah, right. I think it's totally. Th- I think it's totally a feasible plot. Line. Yeah, because he has all you... of the, like he could just send projects to whoever in this company and just make him do them and tell him not to tell anyone you're fired. He could yeah, have so many remote working, working for him. Yeah. Mm, yeah he doesn't need I to be in a lab especially he, if it's computer work you has a giant a lab full of like all these computers like sticky all notes. these part yeah <laughs> lots of sticky notes dude sticky notes fucking everywhere just yeah. the like the brain he showed him alone would take like years to work on if you're doing it by yourself that's maybe why he needs 4,000 acres of estate <laughs> Uh, four thousand but like I, it's it's not a complaint for me i thought it was really cool like the way he was like his own person that had like his own problems and yeah he well, was gotta, almost like an... troubled Sorry, by intelligence and so he drank to like reduce that almost right like suppressing like... his feelings and his yeah. thoughts like he couldn't he feels he feels like the type of guy that has like insomnia like he can't sleep and all he can do is like focus on work he's like elon musk when he was intoxicated, he was very much just like, you know, kind of there. And then when he was like clear minded, when they were like, you know, out by the river or wherever, like the shit he said was like so like perfect and like well thought. So I have an interesting take on Nathan's character. Part of me thinks that he was trying to set and we're deep into spoilers here. So he was trying to set this whole thing up because he wanted Ava to uh, pass the Turing test. So I think he was trying to manipulate Caleb. I don't know if he was actually a drunk like that. I think even more so he was doing that to give Caleb the the uh, the front that he was a terrible person, hence making Caleb want to save Ava even more, which would pass the Turing test. And I think that was Nathan's goal the whole time. I didn't think he was going to get stabbed and killed for, for doing everything he could and cheating, which is what he did in my opinion. But regardless, I, 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 took it. I don't think he was an actual drunk. I disagree because I don't think he wanted to skew the turning test. I think he wanted it to be real. And if he had influence on it, it would have made uh, Ava pass the turning test because he had an influence on it, which, like you said, I guess is cheating. Which is what he wanted to do. I think so. I think he thought the regular turning test wouldn't work and it would never work. Like no one would ever believe it. So they wouldn't allow it to be true. And he's like, if I can get a person to fall in love with a robot, I tell you what, that's a fucking human intelligence. So like that was, that's where he was coming from. Cody, that's a fucking awesome thought. I didn't even think about that. That like he pretended to be a drunk. Mm-hmm. Because on and that last day, all of a sudden he was like, "Nah, I'm good." He's like, "You can right? drink." He's like, "I'm drinking mineral water and brown rice." Like, mm-hmm. and he lived out in nature and all that, and he was clearly an exercise person. So, like, no part of me believes that he was a fucking drunk. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I also think that Ava had a lot to do with what happened to like she was Mm -hmm. the most manipulative person in that whole thing as you see throughout the movie so what's not to say that she somehow like i don't know i feel like she was the one controlling every bit of everything throughout the entire process like Like, she was in control from the beginning dude right just like he was saying like power failure he didn't understand why there was power like i felt like he even the ceo was kind of confused on how shit was just not going according to his plan and so ultimately i think that if there's anyone that had control it was her through the entire process beginning to end. 
Right. Yeah. That does seem like a weird to, thing too. Is that like this guy that programs artificial intelligence, and he lives in this like super expensive, you know, compound. The power just shuts down randomly, and he hasn't figured it out. While his artificial intelligence robot is in- interviewing someone he brought in, you know, and he's just like okay with that until the end when he actually sets up a second camera. Well, no, I th- again, I think that was all part of his, his master plan was to think or make Caleb think that he had time he could talk to her without him seeing or hearing what was going on. But in reality, he did, right? Right. And that I worked, feel that like worked the to both time Ava's he... advantage and to Nathan's advantage because then Nathan could see what he was doing and like continue to monitor the situation. Right. I don't think it was actual power failures. I could be wrong. I've thought about this movie so fucking much, dude. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, it has so many different ways of like what uh, the uh, truth could be. A little point on it also is like I feel like in a certain way, you know, because the part where you question if Nathan's a robot or no, you know. So, do, right. you know, what you mean about? the main character? The main character, yeah. Yeah, Caleb. Mm-hmm. Caleb. So, where were you question if Caleb's a robot or not? You know, or not? You know. Um, I feel like this movie is like a turning test to the audience where it's like trying to see if you can fool the audience to, and to making it, making the audience think that, you know, these are humans. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I I feel like it was a turning test on us. Like we were the, we were the observant observer. We were the subject kind of. Yeah. That's a really good point. To be like, Oh, cause when he starts fucking cutting to his arm, I was like, fuck, is he a robot? Did I just get played? Did I just get turnered? That was yeah, such a cool scene. The way it, like Turing. he questioned himself because of like what he saw. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's just a lot of ways to interpret it and everything. Um, Nick, do you want to just give me a rundown of what kind of happens at the end since I didn't watch it, and then we can talk about that? I thought one of the cool things too, kind of in the middle of the movie, was when uh, Nathan he asked him, he's like, "Why'd you make her sexual? You know, mm-hmm. why do that?" And he's like, sexuality is fun. He's all, if you're going to exist, why not enjoy it? And that was like a really cool like play on like, yeah, if you're going to be alive, like why not enjoy being alive? Like, and he's like, she didn't have to be sexual. And he's like, mm, you kind of do. And he's like, not everyone's predetermined, you know, like what their sexual preference is. And he's all, it kind of is like from the way you're taking care of as a kid to the way, you know, your parents watch after you and this and that. And it was like a really cool, like, flip on you know kind of what determines our sexuality yeah i'm with you on that that makes a lot of sense sorry um pause sorry my ribs were done i had to pull them off the grill and then lather them up so i'm back so did um did sean have a bunch of stuff in your room nick and you had to leave because she had to come move it yeah it took 16 minutes that makes sense okay so Um, i just wanted you to explain the ending a little bit because i didn't you know it would be good for people that are listening and also me sure. because I didn't see it. I don't, I don't remember it that much. Yeah. The last like 15 minutes is when everything's like going to hell. Like the, the powers like turning off and on Uh, fucking Ava is like gone missing. Right. Like she's like disappeared out of her fucking pig pen that she was in. Well, cause uh, the way it he starts... breaks her out. Right. Go yeah. Ahead, you want to back up, Brad? You can back up. Well, so like the way, like the final scene, the way it starts is he sits down with Nathan and Nathan kind of tells him he's like he's showing him the footage and he's like 
you thought I wouldn't put a second camera in there to see what you guys were talking about during the power power shutdown. And <laughs> so, sorry for the coughing. Um, so it shows him talking to Ava and kind of how he's like, tomorrow night I'll use his um, barcode to reset the codes and I'll get us out of here. And so he's like having to watch it with him. He, he like shows him like how he thought his plan was going to go. And then he's like, you thought I wouldn't like video that. And then right at that point. So Caleb looks at him and he's like, yeah, I knew you would think of that because I knew this whole time you were probably watching me every time the power went down and paying attention to what we were saying. And he's like, I did it the night before and I reset the codes and this and that. And so it literally like flips the whole movie on its head and you're like, holy shit, now shit's going to get crazy. Yeah, now she's getting out. Yeah. And so he actually like the night before, like reset the codes and allows like Ava to get loose. And so she's like in the main house and she's never been outside of her room. I just, um, first off, Nick or Brad, let's clarify who dies. Uh, everyone but Ava, I guess. Okay. So why did the CEO get stabbed? I just don't really remember why. Because he had had them trapped there, basically. Yeah, so, like, he's, like, in this, imagine a giant hallway. At one end is, like, him and uh, Caleb. And he, like, Caleb just tells him, like, you know, I did this and that. And then he can see on the camera that Ava's loose. And she's walking through the hallway. So he walks into that hallway. And then it's Ava and the Asian girl. Who's like a robot. the Asian girl that got the knife, right? Yeah, the Asian girl had the knife. And then so um, Nathan and Ava like get in a fight almost. And then like Nathan's kind of beating up Ava. And then the Asian girl stabs him from behind. Because I think his robots already had enough intelligence that they kind of we're on the same side and so mm-hmm. he gets stabbed from behind by the asian girl who was like his earlier model model of artificial intelligence and <laughs> so yeah he gets stabbed from behind and then ava gets up grabs a knife and then stabs him in the chest like from the front also she finishes him yeah and she like she literally it, the way they did the stabbing was so like uncomfortable like, cause it just like slowly went in. And then when Ava had it, she like slowly put it in his chest and then twisted it. And then Usually pulled it out. Comfortable with any stabbing. <laughs> and I thought like one of the cool scenes was like, so he like, he has a knife in his chest and he's like walking away from Ava. And you can tell he's such a smart guy. He's like, okay, okay, okay. He's trying to like break down how he's going to, you know, like get out of this situation. Because he's, like, so mathematical. He's, like, there's got to be a solution. And then, like, halfway through him walking down the hallway, you realize, like, he realizes there's nothing he can do. Like, he's done. Yeah. And he just has this, like, fear overset on his face. And it was, like, really good acting. He's, like, okay, okay, okay. And then, like, all of a sudden, he's, like, he's, like, a hole. And he's, like, he even, like, I forget what he says, but he's just, like, fuck. Like, and he he sits down. Yeah, and he realizes, like, he's done, and he failed. It's like, fucking unreal, that's what he says. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's okay. what it was, yeah. Fucking unreal, <laughs> okay. And then he sits down and dies. Yeah. 
Jesus. <laughs> it it kind of like uh, goes back to the earlier in the movie when she says, "What is it like to have something you created hate you?" And then it's like, "Okay, well now it's what is it like to have something you created kill you?" Kill him. <laughs> Heavy metal. Yeah. So then Ava walks out. Uh, Caleb's locked in an office or something, and rather than let Caleb out, she just walks past him, puts on more skin and some clothes and jumps in the helicopter that Caleb was supposed to take to get away. And the next scene you see her in a city. <clears throat> so she is out in the real world at the stoplight. And that had to oh, be like stoplight, right? the biggest twist of all time. Right. Cause you think that she develops this like such great relationship or sorry that, uh, that they would Caleb, leave together. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah. And then he, she just like leaves him there and he's completely stuck. So, you know, that dude's dead, you know, he's heartbroken. Um, Oh, yeah, he was screaming too. and, like, throwing right. shit at the window. Like, Ava! Right. And then the computer but, was still on, so he's like, okay, okay. He thought, but like, did he it, But didn't uh, the dude, didn't the CEO, like, basically tell her, like, if you escape, I will, if you don't escape, I'll kill you? Right? Mm-hmm. He, like, told her, like, that was her job was to try to escape. He wanted her to use, <laughs> to prove her artificial intelligence use every ability of her intelligence to make him help her escape. Yes. Yeah. He didn't think that it would work out so far as he would ki- be killed. <coughs> like, he thought he already had a cap on it the final day. He's like, she used you, man. Like, don't feel bad. Oh, right. You, I just when don't he know was, why he didn't have a... I don't know why he didn't have a kill switch. Just like person. that quick shut off. Switch. Yes, just like boom, you know, like Xbox turn off. Yeah, probably because he, he just wasn't expecting. I mean, I don't know. He he he. I don't he's the he smartest dude. The, one of the smartest dudes in the world, dude. Like he should have fucking thought of that. What happens if this goes south? How do I protect myself? I also thought Caleb for how smart he was. Like he wouldn't have thought he could outthink Nathan to where he'd like shut off the power and plan all this shit. You know. But it's but also, that's what love does. Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Is like he was so in love with Ava that like he would do anything. And that's when he like told Nathan, he's like, "You're a bastard." Like you could see him throughout the movie getting progressively like more angry, and really mm-hmm. like believe just Ava was a person, and Nathan was treating Ava like shit. Yeah, Such Caleb was freaking was was p- cared more about this robot than he did. A human being. Yeah. And like as the more as like the movie went on, like Caleb really believed like these robots were people and he cared about them like people. And you realize like from the start, Nathan, because he like he makes them. He's like, they're fucking robots. He's like, stop fucking caring about them. Like, and that's why he'll treat them like shit at any, any point. And that makes him like the bad guy but at the same time like he's the one who can kind of talk about all of it in like such a sophisticated way that you're like yeah but he's also the guy that like makes them so yeah it's like the thing like don't don't forget who they really are like i think that's why he treats him like shit because he's like they're a fucking robot and i need to make sure that i remember that yeah it's almost like he's like a reminder to himself like like these aren't real fucking people they're beneath me they're a fucking machine this is not a human being i don't care about you at all i think that's his kind of his defense to be like make sure he doesn't fall into that trap yeah the trap caleb falls into where he's like so emotionally torn on it that yeah nick yes I just scratched my butt for like 10 seconds and I just wanted you to know. 
Well, I was going to say something because I heard it through your microphone. So if you could please stop scratching your ass. Appreciate it. Yep, there it is. Okay, now, I'm, now I'm done. <laughs> I also, <laughs> I thought one of the cool scenes was when she was doing like the lie detector test to where she would like ask him questions. And because of her facial recognition, she could tell if he was lying or not. She's like, what's your favorite color? And he's all red. And she's all lie. And then he thinks about it. And he's like, honestly, since I'm not 12, like, I don't have a favorite color. And I thought that was, like, such a perfect, like, you know, way to describe, like, grown-ups. Like, most of us don't have, like, a favorite color. You know? My favorite color is red. <laughs> Mine's red, too. I copied Nick. Used to be purple, but I switched to red. Right. It was just, it was a really cool, like, insight on the human mind. And, yeah, since I'm not six years old anymore, like, I don't really have a favorite color. Yeah. And she's speaking like, of, okay, uh, next question. Speaking of favorite colors, Brad, what's your favorite uh, sex thing again? Uh, I don't know. Bummer. Did Cody leave? I'm here. What's up? Yo. What's your favorite color? Yellow? My favorite green? color is... Lime? I like purple a lot. I like blue a lot. I like purple and blue together. I thought I like gray. <laughs> I would I like say mine's and red and yellow. My favorite color combo is like black and purple or gray and black. <clears throat> mine's like blue, red and yellow and, and golden arches. Oh wait, no. That's just McDonald's. Mm, shame. <laughs> the movie also it did a good job. It it had some like weird like comedy kind of mixed in just because of like awkwardness and so like a few times it still made me laugh like when he shows up and he's like sorry like i need to get a good workout in and when i'm hung over he's like he's all so how was the party and he looks at him he's like huh he's like the party you're hung over how was it <laughs> he's like there was no party yeah that was super funny brad yeah, <laughs> I, don't Anyways, know. I thought yeah. it was it was a like funny. It was a weird way to realize like, yeah, this guy doesn't hang out with anyone. He just drinks a lot. Or because, did he? According to Cody. Yeah, but like Caleb associated like, oh, you're hungover. You obviously had a party last night, and Nathan is just like, dude, I'm fucking hungover every day. I just drink. And it on oh, no, was a funny way to mix it. God damn it. Speaking of part. drinking, what, what number white claws? You second guessing yourself there, B-Red? two white claws. I thought, no, you, guys no, make me you feel had so one and dumb. a half. You had one and a half before, opened yeah, one so during the podcast, and so you've had three and a half. Three and a half. No, I've had three. I don't feel now like that's a dumb thing now to he's, say. Now he's no, lying. it's not. It's not. I think it's it's. Uh, you just felt dumb to say it after, the, after saying <laughs> it. Because you yeah, guys that's, gave that's me funny. fucking crickets. Well, I didn't know what you wanted me to fucking... You're talking about... This This movie is literally... My I wanted mind. to bring up... Hold on. No, this talk about what con- you want to talk about. Like This movie's considered... This movie has so much shit. Go. This movie is considered a drama fantasy. I don't I don't put it that at all. I think... To Sci-fi me, this movie... Thriller. This movie's a thriller, for sure. Some, like, some... Thriller. However... However... Yeah, definitely not drama. I, I would say fantasy is fine. Yeah, sci-fi is fine. Fa- sci-fi fantasy, to me, is the same thing. But yeah, sci-fi thrillers where my mind's at. Yeah, because it do- it has these like scary elements. Like when the totally. power goes out, 
like especially when he's like around her like and she's a robot you don't know what she's gonna do and so it has this like weird feeling like whenever the power goes out you're like what's gonna happen next so brad ava on a scale one to ten what would you rate her attractiveness go 9.5 give her some skin and clothes she's a 10 yeah i was gonna say with or without skin yeah with her no she's like she's so pretty she doesn't need like i thought she was like super pretty from the beginning alicia vikander um (sighs) tomb raider which wasn't great but it wasn't bad oh that's her yes you're right Yeah. yeah they're coming out with a second tomb raider by the way. I didn't see She's it. She's married to <clears throat> Michael Fassbender. <laughs> I feel like I know who that is. Uh, Prometheus. Ah, yes, he's the guy from. He's the. Uh, he's in. He's fucking whatever. Magneto. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Got it. Wow. What about so this movie? This movie was filmed in Norway, by the way. Was mm. it? Mm-hmm. I thought this cinematography was so pretty. Like it was, it was a beautiful movie. Yeah. Yeah, when you find a way to not use a lot of green screen, it's amazing yeah. what how yeah. well and, a movie turns out. And Does once again, like I. Sorry, Tom. Go for it. No, you're good. Go no, for you're it. good. I. Um, just once again, like I seem to like movies where it's a very like a couple of scenes, and you know, this whole movie was again kind of like Parasite was. This was filmed in one house, and I feel like that. Like the smaller the cast, the better. You know, there's there, that whole movie could have been four characters. If you four, if you did this, didn't include the pilot, but like really low amount of characters, really low square footage of actually what was filmed, unless you're talking about the real estate. But like, just everything was condensed, and I think that always makes for really good dialogue and really good movies, and like just like. The, the conversations that they have, like the scenes, that, that dialogue and stuff where it can make you feel uncomfortable and stuff like that because there's not a lot going on. It's not like a stupid fucking movie where there's too much shit going on. You can't hear it. Uncut Gems. Fucking Uncut Gems. That movie was trash, Tom. Air 5. Air 5. Boom. Boom. Dude, fuck Uncut Gems. Wait. Uncut Gems is awesome. Don't Time out. Them. I was going through the Wikipedia and I just found something kind of funny. Yep. Using a dating app or using the dating app Tinder, a profile was created for Ava with the image of Alicia Vikander. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was awesome. Huge. At the South by Southwest Festival where the film was screened, Ava was matched with other Tinder users where in a text conversation occurred that led them to the Instagram handle promoting the film. That's kind of cool. And we gave Tinder they to got her pranked. this episode. <laughs> I thought one of the cool scenes too was when she was like um asking questions and she's like so if i pass or fail this test like will i be shut off and he's kind of like i don't know and she's like how would you feel if someone came here and asked you a test and if you failed you'd be shut off and that's like where you like almost like got the idea that even though she was artificial intelligence she feared the idea of like dying herself and that like is like a very mm-hmm. like real thing to really made her feel real to where she's like she didn't want to die. Even though she's like I guess knows she's not real, but feels she is at the same time. And it was like a really cool kind of like I'm a real boy. 
I mean, that's like one of the things like anyone questions, you know, is like the fear of dying is like such a like real feeling. And the fact that like she was able to explain it in like such a like like real way to him, like how would you feel? And you're like, holy shit. Like, yeah, she like, even though she's artificial, she's like real. She's probably thinking, you know, more about life than like a lot of people do every day. So. What is life? Alrighty, yeah. um, this is getting dragged out. Anybody else? Good rankings. Yeah, I'm good for rankings. Yeah. Holy shit! I'm excited about rankings. Me too. Well, we can start with whoever uh, started this, which is Brad. Yep. Brad, give it your 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 not your your zero to ten scale. All right, so zero to ten for X Machina, I'm gonna go nine point five. I think it's a beautiful, yes. nearly perfect movie. Oh, he said beautiful. Couple, it is, dude. It's a beautiful movie. It really thinks makes you yes. think about life, while at the same time having like really good cinematography, which is like really cool. Um, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it's it's awesome. There's a few little like things here and there, but overall, like it's amazing. I would tell anyone to watch it. If you don't get it, I guess you don't like sci-fi or thinking about shit. But <laughs> overall, like this is a really fucking awesome movie and rewatching it again and knowing we we're doing a pot on it i was excited and it's just a fun movie to watch and it really makes you think about life artificial intelligence and at the same time is just entertaining so yeah mm-hmm. 9.5 it it's super fun <laughs> does it have good cinematography nick um nicholas well you guys aren't gonna like my score but that's okay because it's my score and it's not your score. Um, this movie's fucking excellent. Um, it's something that, I, just like Brad said, I'd recommend it to anyone. But the way I feel about this movie is I didn't get... I've watched this movie a couple times now. The joy I had when I watched this movie the first time was different than the experience I had the second and third time I've seen this movie. I feel like this movie, to me, like... I enjoy it more at this point, showing it to people that haven't seen it before, which is another reason I'm glad we're doing this as a pod, because I feel like when people watch it for the first time, they're going to be fucking blown away. But because I already know kind of the twists and how things are going to end, I didn't care for the movie nearly as much the second and third time I watched it as I did the first. So with that and with my scale, which is I think rewatchability is one thing that keeps coming back to me, this movie gets... A 7.5 out of 10, which is good. I think it's very good. It's not a bad movie. But again, when it comes to the fact that the ending to me, which was the biggest twist and plot changer and blows your mind, the fact that you already know that going in multiple times through, like I just didn't enjoy it as much. So you give it a 7.5 out of 10? Yes. Wasn't this in your top Wrong. 10 of the decade? Uh, Wrong. I don't it know. It in his top 10 of the decade. <laughs> said what i had to say who's next uh i believe you me well you already know where i'm coming in at this is like i said one of my top 10 movies of all time and being in my top 10 automatically guarantees a shining 10 out of 10 for cody so x machina of course gets a 10 out of 10 so fucking stupid 10 out of 10 for all the reasons discussed previously 
I just fucking love this movie, man. I love artificial intelligence. I'm a little biased towards that in general, but... Yep. 10 out of 10. Nice. Well, I guess that makes me last, Jenna. Um, I give this movie a 7 out of 10. Uh, I, I'm going to piggyback off Nick, but for me, rewatchability is something that is super high for my rating. Or it's a priority for me, like a movie that I can rewatch. And, you know, like Nick had also said, expecting things that were coming, you know, but it's still a really cool freaking movie. And I, I do recommend it to anyone. It's it's a movie that I could, I think I could tell anyone who, I don't even, like if I didn't even know if you liked movies, I could tell that person, be like, I don't know if you're into movies, but if you were to watch one, X, X Machina is a great one to watch. Super good movie. Just not really the highest rewatchability and stuff. And not, not like it gets you thinking and everything, but you know, I'm more of an action slash comedy guy for movies. But I totally enjoyed the movie. Gets a seven. Yeah. So I mean honestly if you if you combine all of our scores up, I mean like like that's like a solid eight point seven five, which is like a fucking solid ass movie. So consider that um highly recommended uh from I think all of us, uh, especially if you haven't seen it before. That's that's all I have to say there. Fucking A. Fucking A. Two chicks at the same time. Fucking A. What are we doing next week? Anything Invisible. Oh, yeah. Oh, Invisible down. Man. I'm stoked on that Invisible one. Man. Um, while I have all of you here, let's do a date and time. Sunday. 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 Five o'clock. AKA 446. No, not at 5 o'clock because I work on Sunday night. Sunday morning. When do you wake up Sunday? So I work. Cool. So Discord 245. So, yeah. Well, 246 for you, Cody, but 230 for everyone else. Yeah. Actually, Cody, like 215, everyone needs to be there. Yeah. Absolutely. 214. But who's counting? So we're doing the Invisible Man. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, I guess we can just announce this real quick. It's about to be a fucking banger of a march. Um, there's movies after movies after movies after movies that we're ready for. The lineup is hot. Get ready. Strap down. Strap in. Put your strap ons on. on and get ready because it's about to be a fucking wild march. Well, wait. We're going to be. I missed the whole part of that earlier. <laughs> Well, we okay. So we'll so let you look that up yourself, Cody. Okay, we got Invisible <laughs> Man. Invisible Man, which is probably not going to be great. That's okay. And then Onward. Onward, Ooh. which is the Pixar movie, come in March, the beginning of March. And then um, Bloodshot, which is the next yes. week. And then the following week is another banger. Um, oh, uh, it's uh, uh, A Quiet, uh, Quiet Place, Place 2. two. No oh. way. Yeah, Let's and then go. and then I'm pretty sure James Bond comes out in like the end of March or early April. So no, we have it's, yeah, the me. new mutants, the new mutants. There you go. Saying what's weird? You were saying new unions. Yeah, you were saying new mutants. You no just, minions. Just, that comes out later. In you just weren't pronouncing your T's. No time so, to die. April tenth. April tenth, dude. Cody, watch uh, the trailer. You'll, your mind will be blown. Antebellum, April 24th. Black Widow, May 1st. And then Is from there... Daniel Craig? James Bond? Yes. Yes. Freaking Scoob, May 15th. 
It's oh, probably the one I'm yeah, most excited nice. for. Yeah, yeah, that'll be really Dude, good. it's going to be a banger wow, of a year, I think. it's going to be a fire year. Then, then it gets... That's two and a half <laughs> points on my scale. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. From Movie Stalkers, I am Brad and Nick. Thanks for sticking around. Catch us next week. We'll be doing The Invisible Man. Until then, see ya. Peace! Later, nerds!